Hello, I'm John Eldridge, and welcome to the Ransomed Heart audio podcast. For more information on Ransomed Heart Ministries, our resources, and events, please visit us online at www.ransomedheart.com. These headphones happen to be a little large. Are they the same exact kind? You don't want to look like Mickey Mouse? Well, actually, I think I look like Princess Leah. And you know what? You do. Almost a spitting image. <laughs> and I'm uh, Boomer Solo. <laughs> Boomer? Isn't that his nickname? Boomer? <laughs> Princess Leah. Welcome. This is the Ransomed Heart Podcast. I'm John Eldridge, um, sitting here today with Craig McConnell. And um, it's good to be back in, in the studio. Hi, John. Hi, Craig. Um, we've been running the uh, Wild at Heart Platinum series and, and then a series of discussions with some of the other team members. And it's it's been a while yeah. uh, since we've had a chance to just get in and, and get caught up. Um, and so thank you for joining us. Welcome. I have memories of you showing that clip for the beauty and the spiritual dynamics of what you were up against by your own staff in the booth. Exactly. What is he doing? That's what? Right. You are kidding me. Of crap. <laughs> the prophet is not welcome in his own home. Uh-huh. <clears throat> it's largely true. I thought we'd talk a little bit about our summer as uh, we're here in August and it feels like summer is transitioning away. I'm not going to yield that ground yet. Oh, I know. Those of us who live at 7,000 feet or higher dread the first snowfall. But uh, it's warm today. It's beautiful. I'm not yielding that summer is over. But we we do have a boot camp next week and we are are shifting – our season here, so. Were you up early this morning? I was. I was out at uh, 6 in the morning, running the dog out in a park, and it was chilly. Yes. And I had that first thought of fall, and I just had to shake it off. No, it is middle of August. No agreements. Yes. <laughs> no agreements. <laughs> So, John, update us. What's been the journey? What has the summer involved? First, a little setup that I think will help explain the story. Um, Our season at Ransomed Heart really runs from the first event in August, which is either a boot camp or a captivating event. And that's when we really kind of kick into mission. And we run mid-August to end of May. And so June and July are our window to – catch our breath and clear our desks off and, you know, the team goes off and takes family vacations and that sort of thing. So – and it was a very full year. I mean, you were in Switzerland. I did Slovakia and Poland. We did our first ever boot camp in Hawaii Mm -hmm. uh, for the local guys there. In addition to our normal roster of things, it was a really full spring. was really coming into summer – um, needing Sabbath, mm-hmm. looking forward to Sabbath, in some ways desperate mm-hmm. for Sabbath. Mm-hmm. You know, felt like I, I left it all on the field 
you know, in in this last season of of mission, and and just needed some beauty and rest and getaway and and little family vacation time and that sort of thing. Here's the story. So as I was praying about the summer, it felt like it, I think it was around the end of May. And we were making plans and, you know, we've got a college graduate now in Sam and so that's a new dynamic of, you know, will he be able to join us? Can, you know, what does summer look like? And Blaine was doing summer school overseas and so, you know, it's just trying to figure out how can we get some Sabbath this summer? How can we get some rest and restoration and beauty together as a family? And I felt this hesitation from Jesus. He didn't say anything in this time of prayer. I was just kind of praying about the summer and just Jesus come into the summer and bless it and show us, you know, how to spend it and and what it looks like and just come and fill it. And, you know, I knew my heart. I mean, I'm full of hope and desire and you know, mm. I want it, I want it to be warm days and mm-hmm. swimming in the lake mm. and fly fishing mm-hmm. and, you know, barbecues and he didn't say anything, I, but I could just tell in this time of prayer, there was just kind of this check, this pause, this um, – the best way I can describe it is a hesitation from Jesus. Mm-hmm. And what it felt like is um, I, I want that for you too. It, it's not going to be what you hoped for. Hmm. And it didn't feel discouraging right. and it didn't feel fearful or alarming, but it just felt like there was just this, you know, I'm pumped, excited, getting ready to go. And, and it could just kind of tell Jesus wasn't sharing that enthusiasm. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then here's what happened. Um, mid-June, we get the phone call that my father is, is ailing quickly. And, and he's been, he's been, ailing for the last year and and finally my mom you know had to put him into a convalescent care and couldn't take care of him at home anymore and you know all those issues um that you face with aging parents and so i had gone out i had gone out in the spring to see him and and actually to pay my last visit because i didn't know you know when he would pass away but living several states away felt like jesus said you need to go and and say your goodbyes mm. Well, we get the phone call. It is the second day of vacation. And we get the phone call that dad's – it was my sister calling and dad's fading quickly and, and, you know, we just knew, okay, you know, we have to recalibrate our plans, expectations. And I didn't feel God say, okay, rush out there, you know, Mm -hmm. um, right now. Um, But soon enough, you know, within the next five days, Mm -hmm. yeah, we were on a plane and we're headed into all of the – you know, the crisis and the chaos and, and the grief of of uh, my dad passing away. And that was just the beginning. I mean, that was the beginning of our vacation, but that was also just the beginning of kind of what I would describe as a summer of um, crisis mm. and chaos, mm. interruptions, you know – feuds with the neighbors, just bizarre stuff, you know. And and in the midst of that, I reflected back to May and went, oh, that's what you Mm -hmm. meant. Jesus, that's what that hesitation was. Mm -hmm. And how does that change things, John? Just kind of Christ giving you a little bit of a heads up that this isn't going to look 
it's huge. For one thing, it, it helped me not to go straight to um, I blew it. Okay. I did something yeah. wrong. I didn't hear – you know, when I knew that, that Jesus was already warning, there was just kind of a sense of the summer's not going to be what you hope it will be. Mm-hmm. So then when it wasn't, there was a kind of sense of, okay, God, you know, we're in this together. Yeah. You knew this, of course, and, and you gently warned me, you know. Um, that was helpful. Yeah. That's just simply that. Um, and and I think that one of our other themes recently has been joy anyways. Um, you know, the weather was bad during part of the family vacation that we ended up taking after um, my father's passing. And we tried to kind of regroup and later in July – just a couple of weeks ago, grab a little family time and the weather was bad. And, it, you know, again, it wasn't quite what we hoped for, but joy anyways mm-hmm. was raining one afternoon and Blaine's like, let's go out anyways. And so we got in the canoe and, you know, went out in the pouring rain anyway. And it was like joy anyways. So mm-hmm. I think what I want to say is, is the summer wasn't what I had hoped it would be. Jesus warned me that it wouldn't be what I'd hoped it would be. But there was also kind of moments anyways of real beauty, hmm. um, laughter, hmm. golden moments. I mean, I really I, – I, I need to share that as well. It wasn't just chaos and crisis. It, in the midst of that, there were some really, some really golden, golden moments. You would think your father dying that your summer would be just kind of um, – Grief would be the background and the backdrop for your summer. Has that right. been the case? Um, not really. And part of the reason for that is my dad was dying for a long time. Mm-hmm. So this wasn't one of those deaths, um, which I have experienced, that is a shock and, and just a, you know, an iceberg that, mm-hmm. that sinks a ship, you know, that mm-hmm. um, it was expected, it was planned for. Um, but nonetheless, nonetheless, yeah, there was still – I mean there's still the inviting Christ into it and inviting the, the mm-hmm. healing and, and that sort of thing. Um, I think I think that listening to Christ earlier this year when he said, you, you, need, you need to go see your dad. Mm-hmm. You need to go say your goodbyes. Yeah. Listening to that, trusting that, obeying that, um, that was huge, mm-hmm. you know, because I did have a chance to go out and he didn't know. I didn't, you know, freak him out by saying, Dad, I'm here to say goodbye, <laughs> you know. He didn't know it was goodbye, but I knew. I knew. And so, you know, I had a chance to to sit there in the little convalescent hospital room that he was in. It's, I mean, they're just incredibly depressing places and and just tell him I love him, tell him I forgive him. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, kind of remind him of a few stories. He was kind of in and out of clarity um, and, and Alzheimer's dementia and stuff. But but he would brighten up when I would talk to him, and and then you know to to I talked to him about heaven and mm. you know and said, Dad, uh, pretty soon Jesus is going to come, and and he's going to ask you to go with him, and and Dad, when he comes. Go with him, <laughs> and I, 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 I believe that my dad was a believer. I, he, he did not walk well with God, but 
as a boy, he had a genuine salvation experience. And and so, but I partly shared that with him because I wanted to see his reaction. Is he ready for heaven? Is he ready to make the passage? Is he, you know, um, I pushed into that part of the conversation with him to make sure that there weren't unaddressed things and that he was ready. And his response was really sweet. He just said, that'd be, that'd be nice. Mm. And so I thought, okay, all right, he's, he's ready to go. There's no mm. fighting that, no regrets. And so having had that trip, having had the opportunity to be prepared for this, it wasn't a summer of, of overwhelming sorrow. I mean, it's sure been a, it, I mean, it has certainly been a time of asking God to come and father me yeah. now, yeah. Um, asking Christ to come and minister to me. Um, but I think what I kind of wanted to report coming in uh-huh. from from a, a kind of a strange summer was um, maybe the theme is joy anyways. Yeah, that's what I hear, John. Joy anyways, you know, in the midst of loss and all kinds of other chaos and accidents and crises where I was hoping for, you know, lying on the beach or swimming at the lake or, you know um, – there was joy anyways. There's been a, I really want to say that. There's been a lot of joy anyways. Golden moments. Yeah. And then here's maybe one of the sweetest moments of all. So I think I'm sharing all this because I recognize that this isn't just my story. Yeah. I happen to know that it's your story. Yeah. And, and probably more of our listeners than not, you know, you hope that the birthday is going to be special. You hope that the anniversary is going to be amazing. You hope that the summer trip to uh, see the family yeah. is – you know, we have these hopes and aspirations and they don't they don't turn out. And um, But there's joy anyways. Yeah. OK. So here's the most poignant moment. I did finally get to go fishing <laughs> and there were no fish. It was just two nights ago. And the it, theme it, continues. I know. It does. It does. Anyway, um, Blaine's about to leave for his junior year in college and and so he and I and Luke went off uh, just for an evening of fly fishing and and there – I mean we literally did not see or catch a single fish. I mean it was really beautiful though. It was a gorgeous evening and the, the wildflowers and the meadows and the beauty of the stream and we were driving back and Blaine offers – he says, you know – the ending of summer always, always just awakens in me this longing for eternity. Just this ache mm-hmm. of when everything will be good and right. And it was an absolutely picture-perfect evening in terms of the beauty, the sun setting. It was gorgeous, gorgeous, gorgeous. Late summer, lush meadows. But, I mean, we all knew it was passing. You know, yeah. and that Blaine's going to go back to school and we're going to jump into our season of ministry and life's going to, you know, this moment cannot last forever. And and so for him to offer that and, and then the three of us just to kind of reflect on that as we were driving, driving down in the truck, you know, just saying, right, right. It's there's something about this moments like these that just awaken this longing for heaven. Uh, for the kingdom to come, for when the beauty and the joy and the life mm-hmm. does come and never leaves. 
Maybe these thoughts kind of help you process your own summer. Certainly the longings, the expectations, the desires. Um, pray it was blessed for you. I pray if you haven't had a chance to get some Sabbath that you do before life rushes back in on you. But also maybe just to put some things in context and the hope of joy anyways. So thank you for listening. This has been John Aldridge and Craig McConnell, the Ransomed Heart Podcast. For more, please come to our website at ransomedheart.com.